All right. Well, he wowed us in October and we cannot wait to have him back February 10th, live from the Maverick Center. It is the Fierce FC flyweight champion, Nasir Davis. Nasir, great to talk to you, man. How you been? I'm good. How are you? Doing wonderful. Cannot wait for February 10th. You put on quite the show just a couple of months ago in Heber, Utah. I'm curious, how are you feeling headed into this first title defense for yourself? Um, I'm feeling really good, feeling really confident. Um, yeah, last last time out, you know, uh, I, I got the job done, you know, pretty much pretty much what I wanted what I wanted to do. Um, and I expect to do the same, you know, coming into this this next fight. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for a tough fight. I think I have a game opponent and I'm just feeling really ready. I think one of the big things that everyone is wondering is what were your takeaways from your performance? Because on paper, it looked like you were more of a fighter that liked to go into the later rounds. You made quick work of yeah. Brendan Myers in October. Yeah, um, I've definitely gone to a decision a lot. Um, and, you know, losing losing a couple close fights last year, you know, it really, it really just changed my mentality. I really don't like going to a decision anymore. I, I want to go for the finish. And uh, that's that's what I wanted going into into my last fight. And I was able to get the finish. So um, yeah, it's just I just changed my mentality a little bit. And I uh, was able to was able to get the job done. Was there any point when you started to develop your devastating KO power? Because I mean, you clapped the body a couple of times, and then obviously that uppercut that finished him. Did you start to work on that specifically in that last camp? Or has this been something that's been in the progress for a long time? No, I, I've always, uh, I would say I, I definitely have developed it a little bit more recently. Just just having a little bit more um, intention beti- uh, behind my attacks. Um, but yeah, definitely my last camp, I definitely, my goal was to go in there and, and try to create damage. Um, and that's that's the same thing I plan to do this time. So yeah, I would say as of recently, I've, I've kind of just uh, adjusted adjusted my mentality and my intent a little bit. And I think that's led to me hitting a little bit harder. Is there a specific moment that you remember where you were like, oh my gosh, I do have a lot more power in these strikes than I have in the past. Was there a specific fight, a specific day at practice or anything like that? No, nothing, nothing specific. Um, Yeah, nothing specific, but I've always been a fighter who never really looks for, you know, just power. I always try to use technique and tactics and precision to to get the job done um but yeah obviously being able to to hurt somebody is is the ultimate goal so if you know if you can go in there and knock them out you know that's you might as well try to do that you know I think a lot of people agree with this sentiment that I'm about to say is that you have stellar striking um some would say it looks like it will take you to the next level um I'm curious, is there any specific guys at that next level that you study, be it in the UFC or any other large promotion? Yeah, well, I would say ever since I, I got into fighting, I've always been a huge fan of Adesanya, um, Volkanovski, and uh, I would also say my coach, Johnny Parsons. I really watch it, watching his fights and, you know, watching his 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 last UFC fight, it's really um, inspired me. And I think I, I've learned a lot from him just, you know, working with him every day, seeing the things that he's, you know, he's told me and just, you know, kind of putting that into practice. You talked about Johnny Parsons a little bit, and uh, obviously your right-hand man, you guys have an incredible relationship. He believes so much in you, and obviously you lean into him in your performances. I'm curious, how did that relationship come to be, and how has it built up over the last few years? 
Um, yeah, so it kind of just started, you know, when I first came into syndicate. Um, uh, I, he was he was the Muay Thai coach there. And, you know, I would just show up to class every day and he would always be teaching there. And, you know, um, eventually I just told him, you know, I, I want to fight. That's my goal. And he was like, cool. And, you know, he he was able to to help prepare me for fights and get me fights. And, you know, over the last two years, that's kind of just been what we've done. You know, we you know, I, I would show up to class train train with johnny and then you know he would get me a fight or i would go to, to a you know a muay thai tournament or something and he would always be in my corner so he's been in my corner every every fight and uh yeah that's that's kind of how our, our relationship started so i actually talked to johnny after your title win in october at the fighter hotel and uh, he told me he's like this kid has so many more fights than are on paper i'm curious yeah. if you could tell me a little bit about some of those crazy tournaments that you go to. He said that you're fighting multiple times in a night that you don't know who you're going to be faced off against. What is that experience like? Yeah. So on, on my topology, it says I have like three or four Muay Thai fights, but um, I have a lot more than that. I think like, like 10 or something like that. Yeah. So I would go to a, uh, basically a tournament called USMTO, um, which is a, like the biggest Muay Thai tournament on the West, on the West coast. Um, and yeah, I would, you know, you sign up, for you know your division your weight class and your you know your experience level and you know if you're lucky you'll have a bunch of people in your your division if you make it all the way to the, to the finals you'll have like four four maybe even five fights so yeah I would I would go to a tournament like that you know I wouldn't know who I was going to fight and you know just be ready to scrap whoever um and yeah that, that those are those are always the most fun tournaments a lot of the guys from the gym, we, we've we've gone to that tournament and we've gotten a lot of experience um, over there. And that's just that's helped my that's helped me that's helped my striking for sure. But it's also just taught me a lot about fighting. You know, having to cut weight multiple times. Um, you know, dealing with you know fighting once a day or maybe even twice in the same day. You know, it's it's really just been a, a good learning experience. Would you credit your success more so, or at least the uptick in your success to? the Muay Thai fights that you have had or more so what you've been getting done in the practice room? You know, I would say, I would say both definitely, but I would say it's definitely my, my fighting experience. You know, you only really find out until you, you actually get in the ring or the cage. So just having a lot of experience, you know, I fighting back to back sometimes, you know, sometimes you, you, you think, fighting is a certain thing and then you get in there and you realize it's it's a different thing so you just you just adjust based off of that um so i would definitely accredit credit you know my my abilities currently to the the amount of experience i've had but also you know i i like to train a lot so i'm in the gym all the time so i would i would say it's a mix of both the gym and uh and my fighting experience does your uptick in bouts total throughout your career do you think that alleviates some of the pressure? Does it make you feel more calm in the back knowing that you've done this many times before? Yeah, for sure. I've always been pretty, pretty calm when it comes to fights. You know, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've had, you know, let's say a, a couple fights, you know, in school and in the streets and stuff. So I've always kind of been, you know, pretty calm when it comes to fighting. But I would say I definitely have found, um, really just comfortability in, in it all. I I know obviously everybody gets nervous. It's a nerve wracking thing, but it doesn't bother me at all. I know what I'm getting into. I know the feelings that I have. Um, I know what they mean. So yeah, I would definitely say the experience has helped a lot in, in that in that regard.
All right, guys, before we keep going, we got to talk a little bit about our podcast sponsor, Water and Wellness. Now, you've heard us talk about water and wellness before, but I got to tell you, this is the best water I have ever had in my entire life. Alkaline filtered, some of the tastiest stuff you'll ever have. I crave it like it's a cheap meal in itself, but it is so good for you. And they're stationed right here in Salt Lake City. So go ahead, head over to Water and Wellness for the best water you have ever had in your life. Change your water, change your life. Let's get back to the podcast. I definitely want to get into what got you into martial arts, but I am very curious talking about the nerves a little bit. What were your nerves like in October when you were facing Brendan Myers on the road away from home, facing someone who had been on kind of a run himself, but also you just don't know a whole lot, a new promotion, just so many new things with a belt on the line. Yeah. I mean, there's always nerves for every fight, but uh, you know, other than, you know, the jitters you get right before, you know, you're about to go out. I really felt really calm. I felt confident. And, you know, most of my fights have been away from home, either in Arizona or I fought uh, once before. Before that, I, I fought in Utah as well. So I've always been comfortable with being on the road. You know, I really, you know, that's actually where I'm where I'm most comfortable is, you know, fighting on the road, not at home. Um, so, yeah, it was just another day. Is that on purpose, do you want to be on the road more than not so that you can get used to fighting on a bigger stage where you're not going to be fighting in your hometown? No, it's, it's definitely not on purpose, but um, I think I think it's I think I've definitely come to enjoy it. And, you know, I feel like now wherever I go, whether it's, you know, six hours away or, you know, across the country or, you know, maybe even someday, you know, in a different in a different continent, um, I definitely feel uh, like I'll be comfortable anywhere. So yeah, I would say it wasn't on purpose, but I'm glad I fought a lot, you know, uh, in a lot of different places. A fantastic fighter up to this point, but what got you there? What got you into the room? How did you get involved in martial arts? Yeah, so I, you know, I, I had experience with martial arts a little bit when I was younger. Um, and then I kind of took a break from that. And once I moved to Vegas, you know, from Illinois, uh, obviously Vegas is like the fight capital. So I was constantly seeing UFC posters for pay-per-views and stuff. So I think one day I just decided to to watch your pay-per-view and I watched it. I think it was, um, I forget exactly what, I think it was Usman versus Tyron Woodley. I think that was like the first pay-per-view I bought and I watched it and I was like, you know what, I think I want to give this a try. And then from there, I just, um, once once I got out of school, uh, I decided just to to try to hit up the gym. And, you know, ever since then, I've just, just been training and fighting. One of the big things I wanted to ask you about, I've seen on your social media, do you live with like a group of other martial artists? Are you in a house full of martial artists? I see the garage has pads. I see you guys are, are kind of playing UFC and things like that. Yeah, are you living with a group of other training partners? Yeah, so I don't technically live with them, but I basically live with them. Um, that's that's Johnny's house, and he has some some fighters living there. Uh, so yeah, I'm basically just there, you know, at least like three times a week. I get training in in the garage, and then you know we hang out and stuff. So it basically is a fighter house. I don't technically live there, um, but yeah, I'm there all the time. Getting back on track with uh, what got you into martial arts, was Syndicate the first place you went and that's where you've been for the entirety of your time? Yeah, Syndicate was the first the first gym I stepped into and it's been the the gym I've been at ever since. How long have you been training? Um, I started in 2020. Yeah, so about three, 
uh, four years almost. I did want to ask you, obviously, February 10th, Maverick Center, that's going to be a big fight. That's going to be a big show um, yep. in an arena. What are you looking forward to in your first title defense? Um, I'm looking for a tough challenge. I'm looking forward um, to a tough challenge. Um, I really, that's, you know, as, as an amateur, you want to gain experience. I don't just want easy fights. I want to fight against really good guys. I think my my opponent's a good opponent. Um, but I'm looking to go in there and just dominate in any way I can and get the finish. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I expect a game opponent, but I'm, I'm looking to go in there and do my thing and get the finish. Have you been studying Michael Eastwood or has that been more of Johnny's job? How has that all work out? Yeah, I've definitely, we've definitely, Johnny's seen some footage on him. We've definitely, um, he, he doesn't have a lot of footage that's available. A lot of his fights end quickly. Um, so I'm just ready for whoever steps in that cage. Uh, I, I know he's a more of a grappler. Um, I expect him to come at me hard, but yeah, uh, I'm ready for whatever. You mentioned uh, fighting in Utah multiple times. You got one in St. George, one in Heber, now going up to Salt Lake. If you were to win this bout as well, continue to come up to Utah, could Utah be one of your new favorite places to just get fights in? Oh, 100%. Um, ever since the first the first time I fought in Utah for a crown fighting championship, you know, I, I loved it. It was an awesome experience. And same thing with the Fierce Fighting Championship. Everything was smooth. The promotion was sick. So, yeah, you know, I love Utah. I love to come out there again. I did want to ask you, when I was uh, striking down all of our broadcast equipment, I looked over and I saw you taking photos with a bunch of the students that went to that <laughs> high school. I'm curious, was that kind of a weird feeling, like taking photos, having the belt wrapped around you, kids wanting to be around you or anything like that? Was that cool for you? Yeah, definitely. It was It was definitely a weird feeling because they're all high school kids. And I was like, wait, I was just in high school like just a couple of years ago. It was, it was definitely very weird, but so it was so cool at the same time. It, uh, it really was something I'll never forget. Last question from me. What can fans expect from you headed into February 10th? Um, you can expect me to come out there, give it my all, look for the finish, and look to dominate. Um, I think it's gonna be a banger. I don't I think this fight's gonna be action-packed. I don't I don't see how it could be, you know. Uh I don't think I don't see how it could be boring at all. So wherever the fight hits, whether it's on the ground or on the feet, it's gonna be action-packed and you can expect me to look for the finish. He is a cannot miss slate on the card. Nasir Davis fighting for the Fierce FC amateur flyweight title, February 10th. Tickets on sale at FierceFightingChampionship.com. Nasir, thank you so much for the right. time, brother. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'll see you.